Hey everybody, on this episode of Box Office Breakdown, it took seven magnificent men to take down Tom Hanks at the box office. Plus, I saw Bertie Jones' baby. <laughs> Find out next. Welcome to Popcorn Talk, featuring movie discussion, news, and interviews. Popcorn Talk, we talk movies. And now, here's Popcorn Talk's Box Office Breakdown. Hey everybody, welcome to Box Office Breakdown here on Popcorn Talk. This is a show that talks about the box office that was, and then, Richie Sky. We will prognosticate. That's right. About, about <laughs> the left out. Can I give it a go? Go ahead, Quinn. Prognosticate. There you Ooh, go. It like feels that. great. I it get does. it. I totally get it. There you go. We'll prognosticate about the box office to come. I'm one of your hosts, Frank Moran. You can follow me on Twitter at HappyGoJackie. Hi, guys. I'm Quinn Skillian. You can follow me on Twitter at Quinn Skillian. And hopefully you guys are already stalking me at DJ Richie Sky on Instagram and Twitter. I'm never far away from Every you. Every day. Yeah. You can hear my digital you footprints. always mm-hmm. be five seconds behind me. That's right. Uh, now, Carrie Lane, who runs out her panel, she's actually going to be away for the next three weeks. She's working on an independent horror film. She's going to be a, uh, an assistant director on that. So if you want to find out what's going on with that, you can find her on Twitter as well. I feel bad. I want to support her, but I'm too much of a wuss to see the horror movies. So uh, what do I'm, I do? We've got to work on this with uh, you. I bet it's a heartwarming just horror gotta, film. Just baby steps. What's the baby step? Mrs. Peregrine's home for that is nuts. Oh, okay. oh my god. <laughs> All right. Uh, so folks, as we're talking about social media though, you can like us on Facebook, give us those five stars on iTunes, hop on the YouTube channel and subscribe there. Also hop in the chat, talk to us about uh, the weekend that was, what you think about that is gonna do well at the box office this coming weekend. We're also gonna find out uh, about our box office bet too, give you a chance to start throwing out the titles that you want us to bet on at the end yeah, of the show. Hopefully a good one too. Mm-hmm. Uh, the three films that are up for contention though are uh, Deepwater Horizon with Kurt Russell and Mark Wahlberg, Masterminds with Zach Alphanakis and Kristen Wiig, uh, Jason Sudeikis is in there for a little bit there, and Miss Peregrines, thank you, Quinn, Home for Peculiar Children, uh, directed by Tim Burton. So those will be the three films to choose from. Start throwing it up there in the chat, see uh, which one you want uh, us to vote on, whichever one gets the most kind of buzz is one we'll go with. But in the meantime, we'll talk about this weekend's box office. Uh, coming up, number one was Magnificent Seven, mm. and that was the subject of our last week's box office bet. Mm-hmm. DJ Ritzy Sky, you had the lowest... Lowest total, $28 million. I'm trying to accept my loss. Okay, how do you feel about it? How do you feel I about losing? I feel like I'm tired of losing, and I hate this game. Because we can talk about I how I feel it. about winning, because I won last week. I got That's the true. closest. She did. And I feel uh, great. And for that, you get to go see a horror movie. No, during the day. I will see it maybe during the day with in my living room with the curtains. That's open. the box office dare. You have to go see. Oh, Blair Witch. Yeah. Why do you hate me? <laughs> I'm so good to you guys. Uh, okay. Uh, so I mean, it came in 35 million, just pretty much right there on the nose. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I mean, given how well, I mean, given how much it was promoted, though, you guys feel like that it uh, did did well enough to. From all the promotion that I was getting? Yeah, like, I mean, I think so. I mean, you know, I, I mean, what were we expecting? I also think we've been seeing lower numbers these past couple weeks in general, like maybe since Suicide Squad came out. So yeah. maybe that's that's pretty good for the weekends that we've been having. I feel like it's what is start. the current excitement like with regarding movies right now? Like, what is the thing that everybody is kind of waiting on? I mean, for me, it's is Doctor, Doctor Strange. Strange. That's me for me. me too. Yeah. So I feel like it's just a long wait to get through October is, to get to that. It is such a long wait. I mean, I feel like there's something else in October, though, that I was looking forward to seeing, Yeah, too. maybe. But it can't come I'm sure up. there'll be Did a succession of horror movies. With um, the L.A. one, with um, Ryan Gosling and Emma, um, or what is her name, Emma Stone. Did that come out? No, not yet. Mm-hmm. I want to kind of want to see. Oh, all right. 
Uh, coming at number two, though, our animated adventure, Storks, uh, which is getting some, uh, some nice word of mouth there. Uh, $21.8 million from Warner Brothers. Woohoo! I really thought it was going to do better. I I don't know why I put a lot of like stock into the kid movies this summer. Like I, I feel like maybe just because like how great Dory did. I don't know. I'm like, and I put a lot of stock into uh, Nine Lives. You know, we, we, <laughs> I, do, we I don't know why. I feel <laughs> like I feel we were like both wrong. they are going to be doing better than yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Well, what makes a okay? So what? You know, it seems like some of these are kind of hit or miss. What makes a really good one and what makes a not so good one? La La Land in December. Thank you. Oh, yeah. Fantastic Beasts, yep. Yeah. And of course, I'm straying. Oh, uh, Fantastic Rogue Beasts. One. Wait, that's, that's this what some year. of the chat room is Fantastic excited about. Fantastic Beasts was next year. I think it's 2017, isn't it? Is it? I don't know. Oh, I don't know. I thought it was coming out this year. Uh, I thought and, it was this yeah. year. I thought it was like December. Yeah. Uh, the accountants I can't get excited for, but I'm sure it's going to do well. Oh, actually, you start doing Jack Reacher. Yes. Thank you. Thank you, Star Drew. I am looking forward to the next Jack Reacher film. I like oh, the first one. another one? Yeah. Oh. You don't like the first one? No, it was cool. I just didn't know there were, uh, I didn't know there was interest. Oh, what? Come on I now, didn't. Richie. You're not in that the, the Jack Reacher fan club? No, get, I mean, I just, just it get was on that just Facebook like page. a great one movie. But there's uh, no, no. But you know, when one movie does good, then we have to make eight more of them. That's the rule. We well, have like, to keep making them. I think there's like 18 novels on Jack Reacher, so they've got a lot oh, of material. So we'll just get to 18, and we'll see how we how we fill in. Yeah, you know, no, we'll, yeah, we'll get to 15, and then maybe we'll do the last three. Uh, but I think, as going back to what you're saying, Richie, about what makes a good animated film and not, I felt like the one thing that about the promotion from the Storks is I feel like they're really trying to milk all the, the Lego movie buzz and the success of that film because this one wasn't at least from the creators. It was just from the studio right. that built the Lego movie. I'm like, man, all right, that's reaching. That's reaching like for like a tenuous grasp. There's probably like a couple stories between those two offices, but like close enough. Yeah, from the guys who also watch a Lego movie. Uh-huh. We brought you this film too. Yeah, so like, oh, all right, sure, guys. Yikes. Fine. Uh, number three on our box episode, Tom Hanks finally took a dive. Sully. <laughs> uh, Sully coming in with a little over $13.8 million. So mm. not so bad. I mean, it certainly held up much longer than I thought it was going to do. I mean, Which you, week is that for this? Um, it's the third week. Oh, that's not too bad. That's not too yeah. bad. Did you guys, I, did you guys see um, Tom Hanks photobomb the couple? I did not. In Central Park. No. It was really, really fun, which I think is great. Like, if I was Tom Hanks, kind of like a little bit Bill Murray of him to, like, just walk up being like... Everyone will love this. What if, like, the guy just started screaming, get out of this photo? This is a special moment. (laughs) You crazy. Can you imagine? (laughs) Do you guys, my Patronus was a kitty cat. I don't know how I feel about that. I mean, I guess it was, like, a kind of a (laughs) cool-looking kitty cat, but I still feel like, I don't know, I'm, I'm, I'm more of a dog person. Did you guys take the, the Patronus test on Pottermore? I have not. I've not even uh, been sorted yet, so I have no idea what my house is. Gryffindor for life. Uh, even though I do like yours from a cousin of a friend at the studio. That should be the right there for the, for, for the <laughs> Storks poster. Yes. From a cousin of a friend, twice removed, at the studio. So check out this movie. Uh, but, no, was when he photobombed a couple, was he holding up any kind of promotion for, for Sully? No, he Sully wasn't. Did. But he, but he has the gray hair, which is close enough. Oh uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, I guess that's just him now. That's just no, him. No, well, he's in the the new um the next what is his name? Star Wars. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> the Dan Brown novel. He's in the next one. Oh yeah, one. Uh, oh, that's Inferno. right. Of yeah. course he is. Yeah. yeah. Actually, I read I'm that book. see it. Yes. Yeah. He's so good. Yeah, I, I, I'm a sucker for the Dan Brown movies. I love all Dan Brown yes. novels, so I'm always excited about the movies to see how engaging it is in terms of like like the correlation with the book. Yeah. 
I, I just did, watched the Da Vinci Code uh, like the other day. I just will watch that like once a week. There is something I'm, about I'm that. So it's lame. really fun to watch. I I'm just think such a lame. I'll watch it. There's yeah. that one sequence where he gets in the, uh, the the church <laughs> and he's looking at the statue and he's kind of mapping out in his mind the kind of picture. Mm-hmm. There's just with the way the music is in there and the choreography for that scene. It's just like, oh, man, that always just kind of sucks me in that moment. Yeah. So we're but, we're all looking forward to the yeah. next. one. My point of that was he's a brunette in that movie. Yeah. And he had that long hair like a mullet in that movie. Yeah, I mean, certainly that was always that a big thing about his... That is not his most handsome yeah. role. <laughs> it's better than his gray hair. Uh, number four at the box office this week, Bridget Jones' Baby. And? How was it? And? You know okay. what? And, and we should all say a big thank you for contributing to this number four. Yeah, That's right. I really. felt like I, I edged it just over snowed in there I with my, my, my box office. You took it over the edge. Yeah. There, Renee Zellweger and McDreamy are going to write you a letter. A Thanks, thank guys. you letter. I look forward to being on your Christmas card list. Mm-hmm. I'm excited. I could see, seeing that I never saw, saw either of the previous two films. Right. You know, it's just, you know, this is not, it's not, it's not one of those movies that's like horrible, but it's also just not my cup of tea where oh, I just don't need to see. Tell us why. You know, I, I, a cup of tea, but it's, it's British. It's, <laughs> ah, there you go. There's that, I guess that final line with like a cringe comedy. Uh, in a sense, like Ricky Gervais, uh, mm-hmm. uh, Larry David, like I, I kind of enjoy that where it kind of makes yeah. you squirm, like in that way because I feel like it's kind of deliberate. Like this is like she gets into these wacky misunderstandings uh-huh. and things like this, and I just like it makes me like feel like, yeah, like how, I, how I couldn't really watch Three's Company when I was little. That, that, I love Three's Company, so I oh can watch God. it any day. But do you I love know what? Three's Company. No, I know, Richie but it's Scott. so cringy. It's so cringy. Boy Meets World is a little bit the same way, where you're just like, oh, I love it so much, but it's like sometimes you have to walk away for a second and come back. I just wanted to walk away because I was just like, because it was just bad. Yeah. For me, it was. It's just not it's, my. Well, not my no, thing. you're so you diplomatic. Like, you can say it was bad. Do you like romantic comedies? Like I do. Really? Yeah. I mean, there's always something mm. about it. Yeah. Uh, I feel like you don't. You like Love Actually. <laughs> Everybody likes Love Actually. How can you not love Love Actually? Every single per- best thing about Fall is that you get to start watching that movie every single day, and no one can say anything about it. Come on. I mean that uh, Hugh Grant and that like. Ugh. Just great. It's yeah. I mean, everything's good. Every, yes. Emma Thompson. I mean, hey, put her in a movie any day. Alan Rickman. You get that. Even Liam Neeson. Mm-hmm. I'm okay. still suspicious. No, I was trying to think of another of great... love. Actually, Mm-mm. of me loving romantic comedies. <laughs> oh, I feel like you have a thing against romantic comedies. No. You know, like I'm not the like I uh, animated. Uh, no really? horror movies. Uh, no, you know what I mean. No, I feel like <laughs> no, it's like a... I think that's your thing. No, I mean, I, I don't mind a love uh, a romantic comedy. I'm just not, maybe not. Uh, I'm not open for love in my own life. Yeah, that's There's what it is. Deeper I'm just closed off. I'm just dead inside. I'm dead inside. Now's a good time. Let's unpack this right now. That sounds perfect. So tell me about your mom. Okay, here we go. Well, Quinn, it all started. So for me, you got mail is great. Oh, like yes, Sleepless in Seattle. There you go. Yeah, I think I like you got mail better than Sleepless in Seattle, man. What about when Harry met Sally? Oh, of course, who cannot like it with Harry Mattel? Serendipity, yeah. Ah, serendipity. I was thinking about that too. Yes, good shout out for that. Why did Bridget Jones's baby not do so well? well it did, it, internationally, it did fine. Internationally, it's doing gangbusters. So yeah. just in the U.S., I don't know exactly why. I mean, I think it's the same thing that we saw like with uh, Blair Witch, and that uh, it's just like fourteen years, like it's a after long time. kind of revisiting a franchise. It just oh my god I just noticed Blair Witch is nowhere in here like I also feel like I do kind of feel like Bridget Jones the idea of like this like oh flustered blustered kind of can't get it together kind of woman it feels a little dated and I was just like <laughs> you know what I mean like we have all these movies with these kick ass women and it's like I don't want to go watch someone struggle to like live <laughs> I'm with you there Quinn. I, and I watched that 
I I watched that. I mean, I she, don't know why I found that funny. <laughs> because it was funny. If you want to see her having sex with McDreamy in a yurt, then this is the movie for you. Oh really? Yes. Uh, that that is. I'm going I am. Right I, if, if, I am if I am one thing, I am a total utter pervert. I will go see a movie or watch a TV show for a good sex scene any day. But you won't watch a horror flick. Maybe if there's a good sex scene in it, I would. Most of them happen. That's how some money ends up. Yeah, dying. but then someone dies exactly, so it ruins it. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. I'm just kidding. No, but I do. I do love uh, a good rom com. Love a great sex scene. It's why I watch Outlander. So. <laughs> All right. Well, then this this could be the film for you, then Quinn. Great. I'm in. Yeah. Uh, follow that up with uh, just do that, and then go see Don't Breathe. Okay. That seems like a good, seems like a perfect one-two combo. It's 2000 and late. Hey, Quinn. Oh. Warm Bodies is my favorite rom-com. I don't understand that. Mm. All right. Warm Bodies is a really good movie, though. I thought it was really fun. I did not see that movie. You didn't see it? No. It was just like, It's about the zombies, right? Yeah, it was like, for me, it was like a one-time watch, but I thoroughly enjoyed that one time. No, no, it wasn't scary. No, but I watched Walking Dead. I'm not like, okay, I'm a little bit of a wuss, but but I like... You watch Walking Dead. But I like, like, I think I like, I don't know. Like, I can't do, like, The Hills Have Eyes. It's just literally the same type of thing. Okay. I don't care. I don't know what to tell you. I'm a complicated, three-dimensional person, okay? There's layers, like Shrek. No, Quinn, we like one dimension. Okay. (laughs) Like Bridget Jones. Got it. Good segue. There you go. Yeah. Uh, and then rounding out our box office this week, we have got Snowden, uh, Oliver Stone's latest film there. Oh, has anybody seen this movie yet? No, I... I, I would really like to see it, but I almost kind of feel like it might be a Netflix-type movie. Uh, yeah, I think so, But too. if I had to choose between this and Sully, I would, I'd be more interested to see this. Mm-hmm. Just... Oh. Yeah, absolutely. Because you know, from what I mean, from what I, the reviews that I read, this is Oliver Stone back in that nice like JFK kind of wheelhouse where right. he's just really invested and he's just really telling a really compelling story. And so I, when he's doing stuff like that, it's great. Some of his yeah. later films, I'm here like for that. Yeah. what more? What more do you want, really? No. Besides a good story, there's intrigue, there's a little bit of action. I kind of like it. Yeah, yeah. So. I'm, I'm into it. I, yeah, I, I absolutely. I would have seen it in theaters. Maybe I'll still will. I don't know. It's the kind of thing where it's just like, if I were to go to the theater, I was like, oh, what's out? Oh, we should go see that. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But I, I haven't been able to drag my ass over there yet. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I mean, I guess it's not one of those that I would just go, I don't know if it's enough for me to, even though I want to see it, like, hey, I'm just going to get out, go right now and go see it. I know. What is, that? what is that factor? What's the it factor that makes you, like, you know, say to your friends, hey, no, I, I don't want to go out. I'm going to go see this movie. Yeah, you know, I feel mm, like. What is that? Either something really familiar or something really novel. That, mm-hmm. I think that's true for me. I think or also it is. maybe something where it's like you want to see it before everyone else. You don't want it to get spoiled for you, or you know, or you want to enjoy the fandom with everyone else. Oh, yeah, like on another one if, of those Marvel movies. If it was movies. a really good book, you yeah. know what I mean. Mm-hmm. I remember when this is uh, this is gonna like sound so crazy, but when Twilight was coming out, I had no idea. I had not read the books, mm-hmm. so I just but I just knew that people were going to see the movie. So I was like. Let me investigate this. Let me see what it's about. You know what I mean? Sure. So I had to, I felt like I had to go see it because everybody else was. Yeah. You're I doing totally your part. I did my part. Uh, Adelia, she says Snowden's pacing was a bit slow, but a good film. All right. I don't have any problem with a slow movie. No, that's fine all. too. I do. You can't uh, watch a slow movie? I just, no, I want to be wild from the get-go. Like, I need, I'm like, I have ADHD. I need to be like, <sighs> constant. Like, yeah, there's so much action. more that goes into it. It feels like if something is like really intense and it's slow, it can just like no. keep you in and it feels like, even though it was like a slower pace, it feels like it was, it just had you the whole time. 
Well, as we're talking about like what it kind of makes you want to go see it, it how important is it? Would you rather if, if it's a director you really like or it's a star that you really like? Or is it a combination of the two that really make you want to go see a film? Um, I'll see anything like Tarantino does. I mean, regardless yeah. of who's in the yeah, cast. Yeah, regardless of, I mean, he always uses pretty much the same people. Yeah. But like, if, yeah, Tarantino comes out with a new movie, I'm like, move. Yeah, I could say that. Yeah. I mean, if it's if it's Tarantino, but like other directors, not so much. Maybe I don't know. I don't know because I feel like certainly if you take like uh, like a Tom Cruise, mm-hmm. like oh, we're talking about Jack Reacher, he's Mission Impossible. I mean, I feel like him is enough to get me excited as yeah. opposed to like oh whoever's directing him. Right. Doesn't, that doesn't is not a necessary component. Although like with Mission Impossible Four, uh, where you've got uh, Brad Bird directing that, that really excited me too because it was his first animated or first live action film. So I'm yeah. like, oh yeah, to see him and Tom Cruise, that'd be really cool. Although I, I think Anderson, the, is it the Caruso brothers? Yes, I'm very oh, the Russo brothers. The Russo brothers. I'm David interested Russo. in seeing. I'm right. I'm David interested Russo. in seeing their work because I like what they've done so far with Marvel. Yes. So I'm kind of interested in that, and you know, I, I don't know. I think it depends on who it is. I'll be it's curious because I really no, but like I also go see movies just for the actors in them too. So I mean, I, I don't know because I am an actor. Yes, so I, I Luke Cage comes out this week. Sorry, well, that's true. Finally, just to see what the fuss about and wasn't impressed. God, I really like. I wanted to like that, but I, I hated it so much. <laughs> that was like a, one of the movies that I really, really loved in that series. I can't Story, remember which one okay. it was. Story is more important, star second, but how do you really know? I mean, I guess from trailers and stuff. But sometimes you That's think so it's going to be a really good story, though, and then you get you to it, and you're like, oh. already know the story. Or everything was spoiled for you. Yeah. It's tough. Yeah, I mean, I feel like with the Twilight films, like the only one that I really enjoyed was the very last one, and that's because you just had that that super awesome fight scene. Finally, oh my God. you're waiting for all this for movie after movie There was a good fight scene in the third one, and then there was a good fight scene in the second half of the last one that I absolutely was just like, that was killer. Yeah. Killer. <laughs> uh, so yeah, I mean, I don't know the. Uh... Oh, Sully is better than Snowden. Oh wow! All right, Nelvin. Nowadays, nowadays it's mainly director, writer, actors are a bonus. Really? I think actually, like, I think a lot of people are starting to feel that way. I don't think that, like, the, especially with so many actors going to TV and stuff, it doesn't feel like back in the day when it was like, oh, you know, we're going to have like, this big star. Yeah, right. And so now it kind of feels like everything's kind of more mixed in and people are starting to appreciate more about. I think I think people in general are just starting to appreciate more about the actual like creative behind the movie than actually just the movie itself. Especially I will like say that Comic Con and things like that. I just think that like you know with 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 television becoming such a big thing, people are just more interested in like the writing and the source material and stuff I will like agree that. With that. So I, I do think that. that, like, I think that that's a new, but I think it's new almost for people being so attracted, like, following writer from project to project. That feels really new. Yeah. So I think, I, I think, I think that's a good thing, though. It, it, I think it does lend itself to that sort of uh, feeling because we get to see behind the scenes footage and DVDs mm-hmm. and that sort of thing, how they make the movies. So I feel like you might be right about that. I mm-hmm. also feel like TV's just gotten a little bit better. Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah. I mean, absolutely. It's, well, there's like a key grip uh, that I'll follow from. Film <laughs> Donald Miller, like, I love your stuff, man. He can put down. That's right. like, <laughs> you set it up, man. I will watch it. I love it. <laughs> so uh, that is our domestic box office, but we'll touch briefly on the international numbers here. Now, Magnificent Seven claimed number one here at the box office, but it also marked the offshore debut uh, for Anton Fuqua there. It came in at number one 
in a variety of different markets here. It set the record for the Western uh, genre in Washington in some key plays, while also jockeying for position with Storks and others in various markets. So it launched with 19.2 million in 63 markets, with Storks getting 18.3 in 33. The overall weekend victory, though, went to Universal's two-week-old Bridget Jones's baby at a healthy 29.1 million dollars. I like the way you said like, he- the healthy. The healthy. It's a healthy. healthy because it's 21. a baby. That's right. <laughs> now, uh, highlights elsewhere include Jason Bourne now getting this close to $400 million worldwide uh, just before it, it debuts in Japan on October 7th. So I'm sure once it does it there, it's going to tip over. And then finally, Dory is about to top uh, Despicable Me 2 as the number five animated film ever at the global box office. Mm. And Bad Moms, everybody. Remember that film from way back when? It's going to be kicking off uh, starting number one in Germany. So look at that. Germany likes Mila they, Kunis. They, that's right. They want, <laughs> they want those bad mommies. Ooh. Uh, so that is the international news. Now we're going to be talking about uh, our making our box office bet bet in just a moment. We'll be talking about the weekend films to come, kind of making our little rundown for that. Uh, but in the meantime, we always use, use, like to do a top five inspired by one of the films coming out this weekend. Mm-hmm. And uh, as I mentioned, Deepwater Horizon <laughs> has Kurt Russell and Mark Wahlberg. I'm a sucker for Kurt Russell. So I said, all right, why don't we just look into the works of Kurt Russell for this? All right, let's do it. Uh, there's really not going to be any surprise at number one for his opening box office once we get to it. But uh, coming in at number five, Grindhouse. Did you guys see that? We were just talking about Tarantino, and mm-hmm. I had totally forgotten about Grindhouse until I was looking at this list, and I was like, I never saw it. Really? I never saw it, and now I'm like, I, ju- I just saw it today. I was like, I know what I'm going to watch like tomorrow. I haven't it's seen a, it. It's fun. What, did you like either uh, side better? Uh, the side with uh, Rose McGowan. Really? Mm-hmm. Just because she has a, a machine gun for I a mean, leg? It's just like, <laughs> oh. yeah. Which was one was mine. that one? Was that the, the Robert Rodriguez side? That was yeah. the Rodriguez side? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Very cool. Yeah, I mean, I like the Kurt Russell. I mean, it was cool to see him do that. So I think I, I think out of the two, I mean, certainly it's the... Uh, I felt like that was more entertaining to me. Yeah. I mean, the Rodriguez side is certainly gets way more out there. It right. gets more outlandish. It uh, mm-hmm. more crazy in what it does. But then the Kurt Russell one just is... It's like, I mean, he's in a death trap of a car. It's awesome. Yeah. I remember my brother really liking it. And I was like, oh, I should see it. And then I was probably like, I'm going to watch <laughs> Orange County for the third time instead or something like that. Oh, well, all right. <laughs> Quinn making the best use of her time. <laughs> I see. All right. That old Vicky Gumbelson right there. <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, when that came out, though, back in 2007, though, made 11.59 at the million at the box office there. Coming in number four for him, uh, Vanilla Sky. And just right now, I did not, I don't remember him in that movie. I don't remember him in that movie, but that movie was so, so I just, so intense. Yeah. That was like one of the only times I really liked Cameron Diaz, you know? Yeah. Yeah, she she did a good job in that movie, I thought. I just like, always remember just like this. I don't want to say that she didn't always. I think she did. She does bring it sometimes, but I think like later what in the career. What do you have against Cameron Diaz? I have nothing against Cameron Diaz. I just think that like she maybe ruined the holiday, and I might I never forgive her for that. She might have ruined the holiday? Yeah. Which holiday? With Jack Black and oh, gotcha. Kate Winslet. I thought like Christmas, Secretary's Day, Arbor Day. Which holiday did you run? Ah, there we go. Yes, we talked some love for Big Trouble in Little China. Yes, a sweet. That's on Netflix right now. I get to watch that. FYI, and if anybody, uh, I, I, there's the talk of perhaps like The Rock re, uh, remaking that movie. I don't know. Do we want to see The Rock? I mean, as much I as I love The Rock, this movie remade. 
No, there's some films that's like, it's just great. Let it, it was. Leave it, leave it just leave it. Yeah. Leave it alone. Uh, coming in at number three for Kurt Russell, though, was Sky. Oh, excuse, excuse me. Vanilla Sky made $25, million, uh, $25 million when it came out in 2001. Number three was Sky High from Disney, uh, coming out in 2005, made $63.9 million. Can we talk about Sky High? Okay, so I did like that movie. I yeah, love that, was... that movie, okay? It is so much fun. It is so weird and lame and all those wonderful things <laughs> that, like, a little kid, like, superhero movie should be. And it is adorable. And it starts off with that, everybody wants to rule the world. And it just gets better from there. It's fantastic. I don't even know how I found myself at the theater seeing that, but I actually liked it. <laughs> so I remember watching cute. it on a plane, and I liked it. I was like, oh, okay, that was cool. Like yeah. some of those, it was just a plain movie that I wasn't expecting. I was like, oh, hey, this is better than I thought it was yeah. going to be. Yeah, that was one of the ones where like my little sisters were probably the right age for it when it came out, and I was like, okay, I'll sit down and watch this. I mean, I don't want to, but I will because you guys are watching it, so I guess I'll just sit down and watch it. Something it's tells good. me there was some excitement there. Oh, a lot. I would still watch that movie. Anyone want to watch Sky High? Let's go or, or doing that afterwards. Grindhouse, yeah. Grindhouse, then Sky High. Oh, what a great two double feature that is. Yes. <laughs> uh, we also got some love here in the chat about other Kurt Russell films. Uh, Miracles number two from Star Drew. We'll see if you're right on that. Uh, then somebody's waiting for uh, Guardians of the Galaxy two. Mm-hmm. Kurt Russell's going to be playing Ego, the Living Planet, oh. and the father of uh, Star Lord, Chris Pratt. Look at that. I'm be curious. Was he in the first one? He was not. But because his father was kind of like we knew he was like an of a member of an ancient race. Mm. I, I haven't seen. Wait, him in I a thought long Star Lord's. Oh no, his mom died. Yes, and his dad. And we, we never did. knew what happened to his dad. Yeah. Got it. We okay. knew his dad was from outer space, but that was it. Uh, coming in at number two, Star Star Drew. It is not Miracle, which was a, a good movie. Uh, it is Poseidon. Mm. The uh, came out in two thousand six, twenty two point one million dollars. That uh, it was an okay. I mean, you know, it's always those disaster movies. Uh, you know, people make dumb mistakes at the I never wrong time. Saw it. Just for the plot. But Kurt Russell's, uh, spoiler alert, I mean, it came out back in 2006. But Kurt Russell's death scene, man, it's like, he sells it. Oof. Have you seen it? Mm-mm. No. You gonna see it? Mm-mm. Moving on. Oh, man. All right. <laughs> I'm saying, yeah. Oh, the- I'm not gonna see it now because Frank spoiled it. Yeah, so. I know. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, I know you're, it was, you were writing it down already. I was. See Poseidon right after the show. Yeah. While you guys are watching Grindhouse and things, I was gonna watch that, but now I can't. Wow, I have a lot, Thanks, I have a lot of movies on my list here that I gotta start watching. Oh, no, no. Uh, I mean, I'll, I'll just go full. Including Blair Witch? I'll go full in on the spoiler, I mean, because he's basically swimming underwater to kind of uh, release something to save everybody else. Uh-huh. And then, of course, he can't make it back. And I mean, knows doing this, he's going to sacrifice hero. himself. Yep. What and so you hero. just watch him drown. And it's just like, he sells it. Like, whoa. Doesn't that seem like a fun way to go? Not at all. No. Maybe I can YouTube just that one scene. I'm sure you could. <laughs> YouTube Kurt Russell death scenes. There you go. <laughs> Oh, yeah, Escape from New York, of course. Uh, taking it back, Computer War Tennis Shoes. Nice. All right, Legion. Uh, a deep cut for Kurt Russell. Uh, oh, and then, of course, Star Drew says you have to watch the 76 uh, Poseidon version. Mm. What's that? Yeah, that's a, uh, you can see... Um, the old school version. Yes. Oh, the 76. Oh, like 1976. <laughs> like the year. You meant the year. Oh, Quinn. I didn't know if that was like some fun behind the scenes bit. Come on, you get she's Shelly Winters. Yeah, she swims. Okay, she's but a here's swimmer. the thing. If you're going to say 76 version, I need like the little apostrophe before the 76. Oh. Okay. Let's use our grammar here, Star Drew. Hello, Albin. There you go. Hey, hey guys. Hey, Albin. Okay, All right. Albin. So that was our, uh, and then number one, certainly no surprise, and I think anytime we do anybody that's at all Ever in this in film. in the franchise. Yes, you yeah. know that this is what's going to be in. Uh, Furious 7, of course, came out last year from Universal, uh, $147 million. Say, I was very late to the Fast and Furious movies. I was never interested when I was younger, and then all of a sudden, I watched them all in like two days. 
and I love them. They're, it's a great I think franchise. Carrie says she did the same thing. Was it, was, it, was it not her that said that? I don't know. Maybe she I brought this up before. Saturday or something like that? Yeah. I think she did. But I just, like, I when I was little, I was, like, so uninterested. And then as I got older, I was like, this is fun because there, it, it, it was a movie that was, it's this huge franchise that is, doesn't have a lot of source, it doesn't have any source material. It was just movies. And if, and I think that that got really special to me, like, as, as I got older. I was like, that's why, you know, like, Star Wars is still, you know, all the things that are coming yeah. out that doesn't have any other, it's just for the movie. It was just written for the movie, and that, to me, is, like, exciting at this point. Gosh, it would be great to see another movie come out like that. Yeah. <laughs> An original story. Mm. <sighs> While we let these guys, let's be quiet now. Uh, Richie and Quinn, they're, they're thinking right now. In the meantime, though, we're going to get ready to start doing our predictions for next week. So just I'll quietly tell Ooh. all the audience that uh, we have Deepwater Horizon, Masterminds, and Miss Peregrine's Home for Peculiar Children in the mix for next week's potential five at the box office. And that, of course, goes along with we've got Sully, we've got Magnificent Seven, we've got Storks, we've got Bridget Jones' Baby, oh, yes, and Snowden. So who knows how this is going to shake up, but I, I know that we're going to find out in just a moment from Quinn. What do you think your top five is going to be? Oh, wait, oh, sorry. We're doing top... Wait, are we doing... All right, what, what do you think next week's top five? Oh, got it. Okay, so I have, um, starting with... Um, I'm going to go Masterminds first. Really? I don't know. Oof. Wow, but what right. did I write here? What did I write at the top? It's probably, probably, probably not accurate, as Quinn likes to write here. So she made her guess right there at the top. Just let everybody else know. Probably not accurate. I'm just, this is just me. I'm spitballing in here, okay? <laughs> Mastermind, Miss Peregrine, Magnificent Seven, Deepwater Storks. Oh, interesting. The, uh, I, it's because it's based on a book, so I've not read... The uh, Miss Peregrine's Home for Peculiar Children. Yeah, but children. Like, I'm still pushing this kid thing. Like, I just want these children's movies. Remember Nine do, Lives. Oh, you guys are all going to do Miss Peregrine's first? Remember Nine Lives. Well, I mean, all right, so just throwing this out here as we're making our predictions here. Uh, the last Wal- Mark Wahlberg film, Daddy's Home, came out at the end of last year. Mm-hmm. Uh, made about 38.7 on its opening weekend. And his last drama was The Gambler, opened in 2014. And that opened up to $9.1 million. So that's for him. Now, for Tim Burton, Dark Shadows... Opened up in 2012. He's done a couple of did like Frank and Weenie, and he did mm-hmm. uh, open uh, uh, little uh, big eyes. Yeah, big eyes. Oh yeah, uh, but those uh, kind of smaller release. Yeah, but in terms of like big, huge blockbuster films that he's putting out, his Dark Shadows was back in 2012. Opened up at 29.6 million, mm-hmm. and of course, Alice in Wonderland back in 2010 with yeah. uh, with 116 that million. That. Yeah, that mm-hmm. one really did. I so, actually think I saw that opening weekend too. I must have really wanted to go see that. <laughs> so in that term, I mean, that's that's a pretty wide spectrum, especially for Tim Burton in terms of yeah. where he's going to hit on the scale. Do you think this is going to be uh, more of an Alice in Wonderland type hit or more of a tar- yeah, Dark Shadows type hit? I do think it's going to do really well. I might go ahead and switch Miss Peregrine and put that one first. I just have seen so, so much... Uh, promotion for it, ads everywhere. There's Snapchat filter for it. There's, I mean, there's just like crazy amount of promotion. It's a kids movie. I want it to do well. I'm gonna put that one first. Actually, I'm gonna go ahead and switch her down. All right. So that's gonna go first. Then Master Horizon is not gonna be number one. I really don't think. You know, I have to admit, it, that is, out of those three that we're talking about, that I feel has been the one that I've seen less promotion of than of the other three. I know I keep seeing it, but I, I still like, keep forgetting about it, and then I see it again. I'm like, oh, yeah, that's the deep water, the one with Kate Hudson. Got it. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, I, I, saw, I don't know if he's seen Kurt Russell in any of the, the commercials I've seen for it. I know no, no. So I'm like, oh, he's I in I didn't even know he was in When I saw it, I was like, oh, okay. He's there. He's there somewhere. In the midst of the explosions. 
You know, I mean, and certainly Mark Wahlberg's no stranger to doing these kind of like based on real life situations, things like mm-hmm. that, or stories, kind of real, true life stories, like with Lone Survivor, uh, the fighter, yeah, Ted, Ted, Ted <laughs> really, really, yes. based on real life, yeah, gritty, gritty. Uh-oh, uh oh, Luke Skywalker wants to know: Has anyone seen his hand? All right, mm. ah. we'll keep an eye out for you, Luke. We'll keep an eye out. Uh, oh, the book is a bestseller. We'll do very well. Okay, Miss Peregrine. Uh, oh, it's based on the BP oil spill. Thanks, Alvin. So yeah, do we want to see? Do we is that your is that your version of Mark Wahlberg that you like when he's doing kind of like based on real life events like your Lone Survivor? The I fighter. like him best in his Calvin's. Oh boy! All right, thank you, Quinn. <laughs> I liked him in Fear. <laughs> nice. Oh uh, yeah, or he's just outside the door, like looking <laughs> through the key. Like, Let me oh! in the house. <laughs> I love that movie. All right. So uh, you were going uh, Miss Peregrine's Masterminds? Yeah. Magnificent Seven. Deepwater Storks. Deepwater and Storks. All right. Richie Sky. Oh, I like those choices. I'm going to go with Miss Peregrine's because I really want to see that movie. Me and too. it looks amazing based on the trailer. Then I'm going to go with, um, mm, I'm actually going to go with Deepwater Horizon, then Masterminds. Oh, wait. Oh, God. Oh, wait. Oh, God. Okay, so then I'll go with Magnificent Seven, and then I'm actually going to go with Storks after that. I have a feeling Storks could have some legs. Like, it didn't do well opening weekend, mm-hmm. I mean, but I, I think it could... put it in the top five. Yeah. I, I almost yeah. think, I think it it's going to walk do... its way into next week. It <laughs> might actually do better this weekend, because Miss um, Peregrine's is actually rated PG-13, so even though it is still, like, a kid movie... Uh, maybe they'll bring, you know, families bring in younger kids will go see Storks and the older kids will go see Miss Peregrine's or whatever. Like, I could see, Perhaps. I could actually see Miss Peregrine's kind of helping Storks along this weekend. I don't know. Somebody mentioned Luke Cage mm-hmm. is coming out. I don't know if I'll be able to get out of that. <laughs> <laughs> well, you just, you just, uh, what, on a Monday, a uh, Friday night, you just watch it all. I've never been able to do that. You aren't? Binge it. I have not been able to just sit through and watch 13 episodes. You're kidding. I would have my my PhD in binging if that was a thing. How do you guys do that? I have spent so many hours. You know how it takes you 10,000 hours to become like an expert at something? Expert. You would be a sensei. All right. I can teach you to binge. Interesting. Media shot comes out the reviews from Miss Peregrine. Uh, All right. Smiling. And after Alice, I'm sensing a number two. Oh, the most recent Alice was not great. Yeah. Oof, yeah, but I but mean, I guess was good. yeah. I mean, it just I think you know produced by Tim Burton, but not directed by him. Yeah, so. and you could tell. Ooh. Oh, really? I did not see yeah. it. So, and I didn't. I thought I thought like the what I thought was so great was like the art direction of the first one kind of took a dip for me. I thought the C, the CGI actually wasn't even as impressive as I was hoping it would be. Um, In the yeah. second one, does uh, oh, does he do that? Does it do that terrible dance, the Mad Hatter? I can't remember. Maybe I hope not. That, that was just that was just terrible. Yeah, uh, thanks, guys. Thirteen hours is way too much. <laughs> That's my thought. Luke Skywalker is giving us thanks, guys, for keeping an eye out for his hand. You got it, Luke. We're we're here for you. Mm -hmm. Uh, For me, I'm I'm gonna go with. uh, I'm giving him (laughs) ah claps. Giving him a hand. I mean, because that's assuming that I think that uh, Miss Peregrine. I've gone like what Mita Shuck saying number two. That means I have to think like Magnificent Seven or to do well enough because I don't think any either of the other two is enough to do number one. Mm-hmm. So I. Hmm. You, you're gonna the Magnific- plot think about Magnificent Seven did what thirty five? Yeah. You think all of these are gonna do less than thirty five? I think Miss Peregrine. I don't. I don't think it'll do thirty five, but I think it'll still do enough to be number one. And I think Ma- I'll go with Magnificent Seven number two. Okay. I, I just don't feel like much in Deepwater Horizon or Ma- Masterminds. Oof, that just looks 
rough. I know, but it has all those people. Yeah, but man. Zach Galifianakis and Dan, Dan Kristen Wiig. They're, I don't know. I, I think, think those are box funny. office draws. Mm, that looks just... Uh, I'm going to go uh, I'm gonna go. Miss Peregrine's Magnificent Seven. Storks. Oh, my God. Uh, I'll say Sully. Oh, my God. I don't think Masterminds is going to do anything. Uh-oh. Ooh. I think Frank's on crack. Can yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, Deepwater Horizon and then Masterminds. All right. Yeah. So that's oh. that's what that's what I'm thinking. I'm I'm putting Master Ryan's pretty. But you know low. what I love about you, Frank, is that you're such a risk taker. I've said it from the beginning. <laughs> that's right. Really go out there. You might be crazy, but I appreciate it. <laughs> All right, folks, we're getting to the time of the show where we do our box office bet. Now, of course, as uh, you know the rules. What we see in the chat in terms of the buzz of the three films that are coming out this weekend, the Deepwater Horizon, Masterminds, Miss Peregrine's Home for Peculiar Children. We'll give you guys like, you know, 10 seconds here. Whichever one of these gets the most chatter there on the chat room is the one we will do the bet on. Of course, the person that's farthest away from the actual box office total will be going to see this movie. Like Richie Sky will be seeing Magnificent Seven. Not really much of a punishment. Yeah. <sighs> Media Shocks has right. Mag 7 a strong number three. I'm with you there, babe. Mm, all right. All right, guys. So here we go. We'll give you like a little, uh, you know, 15 seconds on the clock. We'll see which which one of these titles pops yeah. up there in the chat. That is when we'll do the bet on. Or else I choose. In the meantime. <laughs> just like one would be good. Like just yeah, like maybe just one. one. At this point, Don't yeah. forget there is a little bit of a delay between the stream and chat. Ah, so. here we go. Peregrine. Look at that. Says There's Alvin. the one. Let's go. Because you know what? I right. kind of want to see the sound toilet cable. All right. Thing. Looks like, yep. All right. We got two. Look at that. That has been <laughs> first and seconded. All right. So we're going to go with Miss Peregrine's Home for Peculiar Children. Woo-hoo! Of course, directed by Tim Burton. We're starring Eva Green and a variety of other people. Mm-hmm. So what do Who you ironically think? ironically looks amazing in the movie. Eva Green? Well, I feel like she's there's... Like, yeah, right? But I don't know when, why. When is, I don't think like Eva Green, when are they going to do terrible? Uh. She, I do mean just by looks wise, performance wise, the whole package. All of it. All of it. All right. Uh, let's see. Since uh, Richie Sky, I must you go lost. first. <gasps> Actually, no, no. Since you lost, because you get to go last, because you guess you lost. So. Thank you. Oh, it's like a little. <sighs> That's I right. get it. He gets yeah. a chance to I kind of play. Like, yes. So, Miss Peregrine's, I'm saying that it's number one, but I don't think it's going to do 35. I'm going to go. I'm going to go with 28. You're going 28? Oh, yes. My. Man, I'm going way up. I'm going 60 mil. What? You know what is so funny to me? I was going to make an outrageous guess like that, but I'm going to leave that to you. <laughs> and so now I'm going to say 35. 35. All right. Interesting. So uh, either I was really going to go there because I think it has the potential to be something really big. I think I think I think kids are going to go see this. I think it's going to be a big weekend. I feel like Quinn just but... threw it because she really wanted to make sure she had a reason. No, to see it. no, no, Got no, no. Got it, Quinn. I really think we're going to see 60 mil for this movie. I do, really? I do. Like in the opening weekend or in its lifetime? In its <laughs> opening weekend. All right. I... And then there's going to be a part two, three, and four. Yeah, there's going to be, yeah. Yeah, just like Lemonade Stick It. There is, yeah, there's multiple parts for <laughs> they that They are franchise. coming out with another one of those. Yeah, but, I It mean... won't be the same. I actually thought that first movie was pretty cute. Mm. All right, so Quinn going out on a limb with 60 <laughs> million dollars. Everyone, please mark Grace. this on your calendars. Yes. That's excellent. I don't know why Luke Skywalker is trying to like act like we're not all going to go see it. We will. You can wait. <laughs> oh, you guys are going to go see Rouge One? Rouge One, yes. I feel Rouge, Rouge. One because it is hot as balls in here we're right gonna now. We're going to stop at Sephora, get our makeup, and head on over. Guess who's seeing another Rouge bad one. movie next week? Oh, <laughs> 60. Thank you, Media Shock. Yes. 
So in the meantime, folks, that's going to do it for this episode of Box Office Breakdown. As always, thanks so much for joining in the chat. We love having you be a part of the show. You're basically with Kerry Gone. You're like our fourth member of the panel. Mm-hmm. But in the meantime, folks, you can also like us on Facebook. Uh, give us those five stars on iTunes. Subscribe to the YouTube channel. As always, love having you in the chat. Uh, Richie, if they want to continue the conversation about movies or just stalk you on social media, where well, can they find you? They can find me at the movie seeing Magnificent Seven. Ooh, and right. you can stalk me on Instagram and Twitter at DJ Richie Sky. Uh, and if they wanted to buy you a treat, what was your treat of choice while you're seeing a movie? Popcorn, always. I cannot go to the movies without popcorn. Salt, butter, both, none. Both. All right, got it. All right, Quinn. You guys can find me on Twitter at Quinn Skillion. You can find me on Instagram at Quinstagram, and you can add me on Snapchat at Quapchat. Oh, look at that! And you can follow me on Twitter at Happy Go Jackie. We'll see you next week. And we're gonna hear all about uh, Magnificent Seven from Richie, and we're gonna laugh at Quinn <laughs> when she has to see Miss Perry Creams. I'm for killing children. We'll see you next week here on Box Office Breakdown on Popcorn Talk. Have a good night, everybody. Bye, guys. Bye. From producers Maria Menunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Spitek, and the entire Popcorn Talk Network, we would like to thank you for tuning in. For questions or comments, be sure to visit popcorntalk.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of the Popcorn Talk Network. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of the Popcorn Talk Network or its owners or principals.